you're about to listen to the profound word of God, ministered by Ty Adeshugba, pastor of Worship Tabernacle Church. Without a doubt, this will be a life-transforming experience as you acquaint yourself with the word of God and develop a rich and rewarding relationship with Him. This message will certainly shape your life, fulfill your dreams, and guarantee your success. The book of John chapter 14 and verse 16, quickly, John chapter 14 and verse 16, the Amplified, it says, I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper, comforter, advocate, what else? Intercessor. What else? What else? What else? To do to what? To be with me forever. I will ask the Father and he will give you another helper. In the book of John chapter 6 and 63, he says, The Spirit alone gives eternal life. Human effort, what? Accomplishes what? Nothing. And the very words I have spoken to you are spirit and life. I want to talk to you over this short period of time, been over this month hopefully, on what I call the ultimate helper. The ultimate helper. There are three persons in one, or one divided to three, and I'm saying this because of theologians who may be here. I'm not here to wrestle with you about the theological or exegetical uh, explanations of the Trinity. No, you can go to university and go and study that as I did. It is of no benefit for me to enter into an argument of doctrinal issues. It was there before the Nicene Creed. It will be there. It's been there after the Nicene Creed, and it will be there forever. We may have differences in our doctrine, but surely we shouldn't have differences in the blood of Jesus that brings us together. I wrote a thesis on speaking in tongues in African Pentecostalism, and so I know, of course, about the Trinity and the different modes in how people have explained the Trinity right from the beginning of Bart, who tried to explain it, who was a theologian, all the way to other theologians who they still haven't been able to converge to make a decision. So let us not argue about whether he's three in one or one in three. What I need to bring to us is the one that we ignore the most. Because many of us know about the Father, many of us know about the Son, but we do not pay much cognizance to the Holy Spirit. And the way we see the Holy Spirit, as I said in the first service, is that many of us see the Holy Spirit as a mere demonstration. So you get to some churches, or you see on TV, where they will take their jacket off. It says, it's coming, it's coming. It's coming, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. It's coming. And, 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 and foolishly enough, and I don't understand. We kind of nollywood it, bollywood it, or hollywood it. So you see it come on TV, and the guy takes off his jacket, and then 
he flings it and you hear like 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 a cascading of 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 dominoes so i can start this morning and say okay uh are you ready? Are you ready in this side? Are you ready in this side? Are you ready in this side? And then, 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 then I take my jacket and then everyone from the beginning, from the front, just goes zoom, 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 fall. They keep falling, zoom, zoom, zoom. As if there's a, somebody's pushing them just like a casket. Uh, and I'm saying to this side, I've not come to you yet. How does the Holy Spirit divide the room? <laughs> and then I now come to this side. Are you ready? Are you ready? Everyone's like, ah! We're ready. They're just following what they saw here. I haven't even started upstairs. Some people will fall from upstairs downstairs. <laughs> I have no argument that the Holy Spirit can move in different ways. Yes, He can. But I'm not putting the Holy Spirit as if it is in there. No. The Holy Spirit is not there for us to make Him or to use him as a merchandise for who we really are, how anointed I am. You can be an anointed fool. Saul was. You could, the, the presence of God could have left you a long time ago. And many of us are following that. Recently, I saw, <laughs> I, I saw on... Uh, Ah, there's one lady uh, who who was making fun of a pastor. You see, this is how we mock mock about the whole stuff. The pastor says, come out. He got the guy to come out. I said, "Uh, your your daughter's name, uh, uh, why do I have to know your daughter's name when I can call her image in the spirit? So he comes down. Stupidity. And then he picks up an iPad. He says, we're going to call it now. Go check it on the internet. You know I won't lie. Going to call it now. And then, bam! The photograph of that daughter of that person appears. What the other ignorant people in church didn't realize was that he double-pressed where the photographs are. It is already pre-planned. And people were jumping up, Jesus! 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 <laughs> Even I'm fed up as a pastor. That's why people don't come to church. And then he says, your wife, your wife, wait a second, let me call it in the street. Because he found out in the first instance that people could see him press, he turns, so it's like I turned away. Is that, is that not her face? Why is it that when you wanted the iPad, you should, you should have gone to the back and just pick up a random, say, someone just give me an iPad. So we... Why did I say all this foolishness? Is to show to us that the Holy Spirit is not in Him using us to glorify ourselves. If the Holy Spirit is not a mere presence, He is a person who has a presence and an atmosphere that emanates from Him. He talks, He hears, He sees. He's incredibly accurate, articulate, and he can be touched by our infirmity. The, the Holy Spirit that I want to introduce to you is not a ghost. It is the ultimate divine helper. He's the most valuable asset in a Christian's life 
but the most ignored helper. Some of us use him as a spare tire. Even I as pastor have fallen foul to that. We use him as a spare tire. Some of us don't even know as we sit down here where our spare tire in our car is. Mm-hmm. As, most of you drive good cars, but most of you don't know where your spare tire is. I didn't. One time my wife called me. She said, I have a flat tire. I got there and I started shouting, why? Why didn't you see this when you left home? You didn't see it. She didn't realize that my frustration wasn't in the flat. My frustration is, how, how am I going to deal with this thing? Because I have no idea where the tire is. So I looked at her, uh, the spare. The husband's asking the wife, where's the spare tire? I'm looking like, and I'm telling her, but before you left home, you should have looked, checked tires. Every person, before they drive the car, they go around the car to check. Really? <laughs> really? And I'm looking at the thing and I'm like, okay, babe, take the keys to the second car. You go. I'll sort this out. And as she was leaving, I stood there and I'm like, I have no idea how I'm going to change this tire. So I looked around. You know, sometimes they put it under. I have no idea why would they do that. Why would you put it under the car? I found out that mine was in the boot. And so when I opened it, I'm like, okay. But then I'm seeing this small little tire. I'm like, these things don't match because the usefulness of that tire was irrelevant to me throughout the whole two years we've been driving the car. I picked this small rim and I'm sitting down with this tire to get the old tire off was not really the problem. It was putting the new one on because I felt because it was small, I don't need to raise the car that big. What I didn't realize that although it is small, it still fits the same hole as the old tire. The Holy Spirit still does what Christ did when he left. Nothing, he's not diminished in his power, but he's always there for us. And so I'm Using the jar, the first thing is, I didn't even know what direction the jar goes, to be honest with you. Honestly, it's, 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 it's amazing. I don't know why they didn't put inside my car where you just press the thing and it just keeps going up. Now I've gone to buy that one. Like, <laughs> every knee will bow down. I just keep coming up, man. And honestly, I thought it was easy because when you take it to, 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 uh, to some of the... The garage, they just, you get it. It comes up. Yeah. And because I watch a lot of Formula One, they don't spend one hour changing the time that I spent. Zoom. So I thought that's the way it does. I mean, this. Have you ever had a flat tire? You know, there's some cars that when you have a flat tire, there's no tire. <laughs> Oh, you haven't been there? You will soon find out. Go check your own car. I got to this car. I just said, there's no, I called up. I, I, I called up the, the, the franchise where I bought the car. I said, 
you missed something. You did not give me the spare tire. The guy said, oh, okay, sir, sir. Um, your car, uh, you don't use it. There's something at the back. It's called fluid. If you put it inside, that's right. You've done it before. Ah. Everyone wants to quiet because they don't know. I'm telling you, they're going to leave this church and check their tires. Some of them don't realize they don't have no spare tire. Said, all you just need to do is put this thing there, press it, and the fluid will go, and it will take you to the next place. I have no idea. I was about to call Cola. Like, come help me here. Likewise, many of us, we use the Holy Spirit as a spare tire. There are many talented Christians that are obvious failures. Many, although highly educated, are frustrated. Some others are in business, but rather than experiencing breakthrough, are breaking down, experiencing stagnation, making no progress, not because their callings are not authentic, not because that they, God hasn't called them into the right place, but it's because they don't have what I call an unction to function. The issue simply is this. Without the help of the Holy Spirit, no dream can be fulfilled. The vision might be from God, but without the help of the Holy Spirit, that gives us the unction to function, it may, be, it may remain tied down in obscurity. Joseph's great dreams and vision could not have been fulfilled without the help of the Holy Spirit. He went from the prison to the palace, out of obscurity into limelight by the help of the Holy Spirit who enabled him to interpret dreams. Listen to me, ladies and gentlemen, upstairs, downstairs. Don't be deceived into thinking that your ability can outdo the Holy Spirit. Samson tried that and he failed. He says, I'm going to wake up like before and I'm going to go out and I'm going to kill the Philistines. The Bible says he did not know that the Lord had departed from him. And many of us don't realize that what we could achieve or what we could do last month, we can't do this month because we have left the presence of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit has departed from us. And that's why in Zechariah chapter 4 and verse 6, he says, you will not succeed by your own strength or power, but by my what? Spirit, says the Lord. The Holy Spirit is not for a, a, a falling down in church. The Holy Spirit is not for the pastor himself. Don't let anyone deceive you. Come on. We just feel that the anointed man of God is coming in. Which anointed man of God? The Holy Spirit is for all of us. Nobody has the right to, to, to commercialize the Holy Spirit. Nobody has the right to sell the Holy Spirit inside a bottle. God is not inside a bottle. God is not inside a water. He may use instruments of that at that time, but that it does not mean that it must be a pilgrimage where everyone should go to. The Holy Spirit is not for a pastor. Nobody should be deceiving you, taking money out of you, messing your life around, come to prophesy into your life about your mother that was innocent and helped you throughout your entire life and now she is the witch that is destroying your life. What is the matter with you? 
And you now go against your mom, you go against your parents, you go against your husband because one fool prophesied to you to get money out of you and to lock you down in their church. The Holy Spirit is gentle, so why is it going to cause chaos? The Holy Spirit is peaceful, so why is it going to divide homes? I've seen children that don't know, no more talk to their parents because one person told them, anytime you give your mom money, you will become poor. Who said that? God says, if you give, it shall come back to you. Good measures, personal, shaking together, running over. Now, there's nobody that can, that can, that can change the principles of God. Nobody. And God says, I will set a table in the midst of your enemies. So God didn't say you should run away from your enemies. He said, stay there. Those who meant it for evil will now know that they did a good good for you. Who's all this? The Holy Spirit is your ultimate helper. So let's discuss what are the roles of the Holy Spirit in our life. I can only... Talk about one because they're still giving me 35 minutes and I'm sure I don't have that amount of time. Uh, the, 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 what is the role of the Holy Spirit in our life? Let me give you just one and we go home. The Holy Spirit is what I call the divine operator. He is the divine what? Operator. He is the one that operates in our life to bring us up to the level of God's capacity. When the Holy Spirit manifests himself, you begin to operate at a different level. When Jesus was baptized, in, in Luke chapter 3, 21 to, 21 to 22, the Bible says that when all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also was baptized. And while he prayed, the heavens opened. That means there were many people who were baptized, but the heavens didn't open. Because he said many were baptized. But when Jesus baptized, when while he prayed, the heavens opened and the Holy Spirit descended in bodily form like a dove upon him. And a voice came from heaven and said, you are my beloved son, in you I am well pleased. It was after that that Jesus started to get results in his ministry. No, no Holy Spirit of, upon David he would not have won Goliath. He would not have beaten Goliath. He would not have not decapitated the head of Goliath. It was the divine ultimate helper. He was the major operator in our lives. It, it's called an enabler. An enabler, in most definitions, is a person who through his or her actions allows someone else to achieve something. And, 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 and it, it's kind of sometimes you don't see the, I didn't say this in the first service, this, this is my blessing, you, you don't see the trainer, you just see the athlete. So, so the, the heavyweight champion of the world is not really the heavyweight champion of the world, it is the one who trains him to become the heavyweight champion of the world. It's the one that when he's being beaten down, the guy is looking from his corner. Once he gets back to the corner, he says, you're getting beaten by the left hook. What's the left hook? What's the left hook? And then by the time he, oh God, someone just, has just by the time he gets back up there, he's looking at the left hook because the enabler, his trainer 
has enabled him to see what he didn't see before. And that's what the God, that's what the Holy Spirit is to us. He is our enabler. He doesn't want to show himself off. He wants to show God off through you. He wants to enable you and wants to perform things in you that when the world sees you, they will applaud you and you will know it's not by your power or by your might, but by somebody who was behind you, who keeps teaching you and telling you where to go. If you're ever going to forget anything about this message, please don't forget this one. The Holy Spirit is our ultimate helper. He's our divine operator in the fact that he tells you, go this way, go that way, Pacific, come, so that we don't mess up the, the whole stuff. Oh, we've got two of you today. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, we need more people on the cameras. Uh, I am the Holy Spirit. He is the one I want to enable. I don't want them to see me because you can't see a spirit. But you can see the manifestation of the spirit through him. Are you following? So wherever I am, I'm telling him, go this way. He goes this way. When I turn, turn this way, he turns this way. Uh, it, listen, when the Holy Spirit, I said this in the first service, was dealing with him when he was a young boy, his parents all didn't understand where God was taking him to. When he started playing the keyboards all throughout his entire life, when he started playing the keyboards, everybody thought him as an accompany to, his, to their ministry. They saw him as the keyboard player. Sometimes they would ignore him. In fact, sometimes when he was trying to learn to play, because I've been there, they would say, no music, please. Because what he's playing does not match up with what is going on in the situation. No, no, no. It, it, it's happened to me before. <laughs> but, but, but bit by bit, God was saying, I am just using this as a tool for the people you're going to reach in the future. He was operating and orchestrating every single move in his life. When he walked into worship tabernacle, he was the same divine operator. When he wanted to step out of worship tabernacle, he's the same divine operator that says, stay where you are. It's a divine operator. And most of the time, we don't know that that guy left your life, that woman left your life, because God was operating and orchestrating everything to work on your favor. Yeah, is anyone hearing what I'm saying? And listen to what happens. The Holy Spirit is our helper. He says the human effort is in vain. This is what most of us do. Where, where's, my, where's my stuff? Biggie, 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 biggie. So, 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 so we have this. Please, don't ever forget this image. Don't ever forget this image. Where's the other one? Where's... Quickly, guys. You should have had this ready for me. Divine help. Thank you. Thank you. So, this is what happens as we go on in life. We pick up our bags and we're going. We're looking for the girl. We're looking for the Peruvian hair and the Brazilian hair. We're looking for the guy with six pack, tall, all shaven, no pimples, no dimples, nothing. We're walking on in life. We're looking for the best career. We're looking for the best job. We're looking to want to sort ourselves up. But as we go along, we pick up a load. 
This now may be marriage. You got the girl. Congratulations. <laughs> you pick it up. And then you start moving. And then while you're going on, you pick up another responsibility. The children. Oh, God. And then you get heavy. And then as you start picking it up. Did it in first service. As he, as he goes along, he picks up a job, a career. Now, the job that you praise God for looked really fine. Yeah! So he starts, and then he keeps moving. And after a while, the load starts to get heavy. But remember... <laughs> yeah. Remember, everything was done by his own human effort. And then while you're going along, you think... Things are getting good. Let me go to the Instagram page. Maybe I could pick something up from the Instagram. So, you dump Instagram. You dump that image of that care. You dump that image. And then you close it. Oh, no, 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 no. I saw my friend on Facebook. What they're doing on Facebook for their business. You go to Facebook and you now put all that effort in there. And then you carry it. You're going, the Holy Spirit is here. You've never could. And so he gets, starts walking. The load is heavy. Sorry, darling. I know he will sleep and not bother you tonight. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. And then he's going and carrying this load. He may carry it for a while. But then he gets to a place where he wants to go higher. Now go on that stairs. And then it becomes laborious. Because he's doing it by his own effort. Keep going. If you can, keep going. If you can, the Lord help you and the Lord be with you. Keep going. Can you see why I didn't carry it? Now, after a while, he is going to change shoulders. If I, after a while, he may say, I need a convenient way to carry this. He may even put it on his head. <laughs> hey! See that image. Because most times when you see Pastor Efe, you see him proper on Instagram. Take a selfie of this one. <laughs> and so, most of us are carrying this. Marriage is here. Children are here. Careers are here. Choices, difficult choices you're making because you're doing it by yourself. Even after a while, this does not look like a pretty image. And we're looking for a spouse. We want Valentine's. We're even carrying Instagram inside this. And we're doing it by ourselves. And the Holy Spirit is here. And you know what? Walk towards me. The unfortunate thing is sometimes we bypass the Holy Spirit. And he's asking you, why don't you let me help you? But we bypass. We keep doing it by our own power. We keep doing it by our own strength. And we bypass the Holy Spirit. And what the Holy Spirit is saying to him, come back here, son. He's, he comes and says, Holy Spirit says, let me help you. There's an easy way to carry this. He says, cast your cares upon him, for he cares for you. Don't forget this. I am not taking anything out of this bag. Because sometimes, it is not what he takes away. It is the wisdom in how he gives you to carry. And the Holy Spirit will say, Son, there's an easy way. 
check the bottom. <laughs> Have you seen that by the instruction of oh God, I wish somebody, I, if I was preaching this in another church, God knows what would have happened. <laughs> the Holy Spirit is not telling him, I'm taking this away yet. He's telling him, I've just given you the wisdom how to carry it. You can carry your children. You can carry your career. You can carry your wife. You can carry your husband. But the way you carry it now, you carry it in style. Oh, You carry it in such a way that when people see you, they know you're responsible but not heavy laden. When people see you, they know that things are about to happen. And you are happy to you. And you know what? God brings divine help in unusual ways. So he brings a Naomi by the side of a Ruth. Oh! He brings a little maid beside Naaman and says, Naaman, you can be healed if you just go there. He brings a Deborah to the side of Barak and says, I can help you win the war. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate helper. Divine orchestrator, divine operator, telling him, keep walking. Now you can walk with this. Oh, by the way, you know what? I think it's time to release some burdens. There are some things in there that is the little leaven that leavens the whole lump. There are some little foxes that spoil the vine. Holy Spirit says, let's take out the Instagram. Dump it back to where it is. Because that thing is not giving you your identity. It's giving you another identity. So he starts to say, remove that. Take that away. And then he now says to him, then she now, then the Holy Spirit now says, you know what? That child, give that child to me. He brings that child. He says, you know, why you're carrying it is because you think you own the child. <clears throat> Give the child to me. Place it at the altar. Let me fulfill in that child's life what I have planned and purposed for him. Now the rest you can carry because every time he moves, I keep whispering behind him, move. Because the Bible says you will hear a voice behind you. Walk in this direction. Can you see that the Holy Spirit is not sa 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 no, the Holy Spirit is a divine helper to help you move in the right direction. The Holy Spirit is a divine enabler. The Holy Spirit is the one that will link you up with your destiny helpers. Ah, the, 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 the Holy Spirit is the one that will turn your tears into joy. The Holy Spirit is the one who will turn your torment into peace, your labor into favor. Many of you are carrying a heavy load, looking for a spouse, but what they're seeing is your load. But when you give it to God, God starts to say, I will lead you in the right direction. But listen, as I close, there's a problem. You know the problem? Is he's got to allow me to help him. And most people don't want to let go. I'm holding on to that relationship because 
if he goes, there may be nobody else. I'm 30 and I'm not letting this go. Oh, I need to hold on to that job. Hold on to that life because if I don't, I'm not sure God will come through. And each time you hold on to it, more starts coming on it. And this time around, it's no more one. It becomes two. And you start carrying it all over. When the Bible says, cast your cares on him. The Holy Spirit is saying to you, let me give you divine information. Because, listen to me. You can put it down. Let's, let's talk Valentine's now. You want to hear that? Let's talk it. If you're young, single, and ready to mingle, don't say, I'm not ready. You should be ready. If you're ready to mingle, you need to understand that there's a difference between purpose and plan. When I was looking for someone to marry, I was looking for someone on my plan. Tall, has money. I came from a poor family. I'm not going to go back there again. I was born again five times, but I still was looking for somebody who had... And, and maybe someone tall, maybe someone slim, maybe someone who has money. Not, not a university student, obviously not. Uh, uh, someone who had a car. Someone who probably could sing. That, that was my plan. But that wasn't his purpose. And until I gave it to the Holy Spirit that the Holy Spirit says I am the one that has a vision that can see beyond where you are right now. Where I was there was no worship tabernacle. If I had married all the wonderful girls I went out with I wouldn't have fulfilled destiny today. They were not bad people but they were my plan. Oh, Jacob was looking for his plan so he married Rachel. He didn't realize that it is Leah that it is his purpose. Let me talk to some men. Mm-hmm. You're looking for the Brazilian here. You're looking for Botox, mummy tox, tam tox, all that. You're looking for everything that when guys will see you, they will say, yeah, you're looking for hell. <laughs> Rachel, Rachel did not last. It was Leah that the entire generation of Israel came from. If I was looking for somebody like that, I wouldn't mind my wife. She was still in Brunel University. She was even asking money from the poor man. <laughs> no, honestly. One day she's asking for 20 pounds. I said, 20 pounds, 20 pounds. I said, okay. Then, 20, 20 pounds. I didn't realize what God was doing. One day when I said, God, okay, this poor girl, what is, her, what, what, what is she going to contribute about? Because she obviously doesn't know how to pray as much as I know how to pray. She doesn't know how to sing and she has no money. And the Holy Spirit said to me, she said, she will form the gospel. I said, get out of here then. Come on. Can't be joked. This Brunel University girl. No way. No way. For three years of worship tabernacle, my wife was single-handedly paying the rent in Interchange Studio. 
She worked for Cooper's Library. She worked for Credit Suisse Boston. She got, got into business. She single-handedly. After Sunday or Monday, when we count the tithes, if there was a lot, I would say, did you put some money in there? She, she said, yes. I said, yeah, I know. And one day I had to say, God, no more hearts. Bless your people. But for three years and for seven years in worship tabernacle, she was single-handedly paying the bills of the house. The girl who did looked like nothing then. Because God, by his mercy, not by my intellect, I was foolish. Okay. But by God's mercy, he took me away from my plan and gave me my purpose. Because he's the ultimate helper and the divine operator. That's all. That's all. You are either going to lean on him or you're going to run from him. Because he will never tell you what you want to hear. He will always tell you what you need to hear. You've been listening to Ty Adeshugba, pastor of Worship Tabernacle Church. We hope you enjoyed this message. For further inquiries, visit us at www.worshiptabernacle.org.uk Alternatively, call us on 020-7435-3939 You can find us at the Citadel, Worship Tabernacle, 131 St. John's Way, N19 3RQ Archway, London. Thank you for listening.